When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Vasquez beaten away by Buffon and then Ronaldo! Oh! What a goal by Cristiano Ronaldo! Messi to the near post! Messi to the net! Mamma mia! Lionel! Ramel Kielko now. Here's a Honduran. He'll whip it in back to the far post. Elise! Albert Elise! La Pantarita! It's a Honduran connection! is Soccer Matters, brought to you by the Daspit Law Firm, daspitlaw.com. Here's Glenn Davis. All right, welcome into Soccer Matters here on the Horn in Austin, Texas. Let's get off and running here tonight. We stream, as always, at hornfm.com. It's also where you find the podcast. The show, as always, is presented by the one and only John Daspit and the Daspit Law Firm. It's daspitlaw.com. Austin.com. No better personal injury attorneys to go to if you get into a time of need. Car, boat, motorcycle accident. John Daspit, Daspit Law Firm. It's DaspitLawAustin.com. They will work for you 24-7 nights and weekends, and they will get you the compensation that you deserve, especially at a time of need. All right. Uh, again, a uh, big night here tonight because, as uh, we all know, we are five days away from the excitement of the start of the 2023 MLS season. The party will be at Q2 Stadium this Saturday night. Austin FC will host St. Louis City SC, the newest expansion team in all of Major League Soccer. A uh, lot to talk about. Your humble host here, Glenn Davis, tonight. As always, you can hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at Glenn Davis Sock, at Soccer Matters GD. I'm, I'm thinking we take a deep dive tonight, obviously on Austin FC and some of the challenges that are going to be very different this year than it was last year. And then, and then it was in year one. So this, this, this will be a very different season for Austin FC in a lot of ways. And and mainly from the standpoint of the additional competition. And when you're successful in major league soccer, you will always uh, then acquire additional competition. So you'll have your 34 MLS games, You'll have your Open Cup, Leagues Cup, and CONCACAF Champions League. And we all know CONCACAF Champions League begins on March 14th. Violet of Haiti. This should be a game that Austin FC certainly will uh, take very seriously, but is one that uh, they will come in as the clear favorites. After two major league soccer games at home this Saturday against St. Louis, as mentioned, and then home to Montreal. Then on the road to Real Salt Lake, March 11th. And then three days later, March 14th, uh, against uh, Violet in the CONCACAF Champions League. So let's talk about a, a couple of things that have happened here in the offseason. Let's just do a bit of a recap here. Austin FC, second in the West last year, conference final, um, as we head into the 28th season of Major League Soccer. Uh, their reward for having such an excellent season, more competition. I would also factor in just the absolute entertainment value that Austin FC brought. And, and I bring that up a lot on this show, um, but based on the Josh Wolf playing style, 
based on the characters, the individuals, the technical abilities, uh, chance and goal creators. Uh, and you know who I'm talking about and, and amongst a number of others who have contributed as well. So year three for Austin FC. So players that have moved on, Jared Stroud played a lot more in year one is off to St. Louis. He comes back with them. hundred K transfer fee. Felipe Martins, Aging player now went to Orlando City on a free. Andrew Tarbell is now a Houston Dynamo on a free. Freddie Kleeman, Tampa Bay on a free. That's good for him. He's going to look to get more minutes essential for a player at this point. Will Polisic, Minnesota United, uh, two free. Thomas Pochettino is going to Brazil now. Fortaleza after the uh, loan. Undisclosed fee on that one. And Ruben Gabrielson, which is a big, big one to Lilstrom in Norway. And Washington Corroso to Sporting Cristal. That's uh, a loan till the end of the season. Uh, Johan Romagna has been loaned to Olympia. And, of course, Musa Gite to uh, Jassio in uh, France. And I'm probably not pronouncing that correctly. So who is in? I think we go to the three big ones. Uh, I I have to say these are equally important. Leo Vassanen comes from Elfsborg. For 1.8 million. Now he is the replacement for Ruben Gabrielson, who was so good last year. Uh, he brought you that swagger. Uh, he brought a quiet, confidence, yet intimidating factor. Uh, I called him in Major League Soccer, uh, Austin FC's uh, Virgil Van Dyke. Right, excellent compliment to Julio Cascante. And there was personal reasons for this. You credit Austin FC for factoring that in. So off he goes. In comes Leo Vassanen from Ellsberg. So there is going to be a big circle around him uh, from Finland. And uh, if he can make the transfer from Swedish football to Major League Soccer. And he's 25 years of age. By the way, Ellsberg's the same team that Adam Lundqvist, who is also acquired, from the Houston Dynamo played for. So there's some variety uh, uh, and some familiarity there between Adam and Leo having played for the same club. Jazzy's artist is a big one, obviously free transfer from the Colorado Rapids, certainly a system guy, certainly a guy that Josh Wolf knows very well, having been an assistant at Columbus in 2018. Sardis had a very productive year that year. I think he scored, uh, I believe it was 19 goals. That was the time period he was, beginning to get called up to the national team uh, pretty consistently. So Zardis is a big one. And we're going to talk about the depth at the striker position and depth overall that's going to be needed for all these competitions. Alfonso Ocampo Chavez comes in a free from Seattle. Amro Tarek, uh, El Masri free. Matt Bersano uh, from San Jose, younger goalkeeper um, free. Will Bruin free from Seattle to add to the depth in the, the striker position. So, as I said, this will be a very, very different season. So let's first go to Sebastian Driussi. Uh, with all the off-field stuff, uh, this this nutty, crazy stuff with, with Claudio Reyna and his family and Gio Reyna and the national team, uh, the signing of Sebastian Driussi was a big statement from Austin FC. I don't think there's any question. He had interest from overseas, uh, uh, I'm sure from a number of different places. Leeds was one of the names that was interested. Now, I don't think he was going to go to Leeds because that's a team in a very precarious position. 
um, unless the money was just too good to turn down. So Sebastian Driussi has cited and noted that lifestyle, uh, security, and all these things are making a difference for him to stay in Austin, um, which we have to remember in Major League Soccer, based on some of the leagues where these players come from, not all of them, but some of them, security, safety, lifestyle, uh, that is an issue. He is the face of the club, and he's going to be one of the faces of Major League Soccer. He produced an unbelievable season last year, 22 goals, five assists. He does it all. He's a tempo setter. Um, he can open up teams with his range of passing. Uh, every third of the field, I say this repeatedly to and very consistently, he can morph into a different player. This is a two-way, multi-dimensional soccer player that every team in MLS would love to have. Most teams don't have this type of a player. Um, gets into the penalty area, turns into a striker. Um, but he sets your tempo. He makes your your key decisions. He's one of these intelligentsia guys with decision-making that can not only help you win games with individual moments, but also um, can help you see out games and manage games with good decision-making. And he works without the ball. It's another thing. Um, this modern game and this MLS game, which is, so athletic um it is up and down it it does get very open at times and stretched out you have to have two-way players so year two for him uh he's going to get targeted he's not going to surprise anybody anymore and he's got a full preseason uh and a full year under his belt now in mls and he is still one of the top draws in this league i don't care who your name is for me he's a top three draw in this league when it comes to an individual that I want to watch play the game in MLS uh, is a fascinating player to watch. So Sebastian Driussi remains that fulcrum. He's going to win you games that maybe you don't deserve to win on, on those days. And you're going to have them over the course of 34 games that are off days. There, 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 there's no question. These things happen. They come. And in, in a day when you have an off moment and aren't playing at your best, you might have thought you were prepared for the game. You can't find your legs. Your thoughts aren't coming quick enough. If you can hang in these types of games, he can win you those games or get you points. The striker position is one of real interest to me. So now you have Jazzy's artist, 31 years of age, Maxi Arruti, 31, Will Bruin, 33. Okay, all three guys are on the back nine of their careers now. And I'm not into this thing where, oh, you're an older player, you can't get it done. But your shelf life def definitely has to be considered. Jazzy's artist, 97 goals in MLS. Maxi Arruti, 69. Will Bruin, 77. That's 243 goals among three guys. These guys know a bit about scoring goals. Um, and Zardis, like I said, he's a system guy. This is going to be an easy plug-in and fit for Josh Wolf. Part of the reason why he uh, was acquired Free transfer doesn't hurt either. Uh, by the way, Jazzy last year at Colorado, 26 appearances, nine goals. 67 appearances for the U.S., 14 goals. But he'll bring you hold-up play. He'll bring you good movement. He'll work honestly for you defensively. So when I look at this with Maxi Arruti, who we were kind of saying the same things about last year, um, Maxi was a fit for the pressing system. We, you know, we made it clear on this show. I said, he'll get you nine to 10 goals. And 
is his role going to be altered more? I think this is going to be Zardis's position, no question. But there's going to be a committee play here with Maxi Arudi and Will Bruin. I don't think there's any question. Arudi may be a guy that can thrive off the bench more with with more economical minutes. Will Bruin is is a guy that can hold play up. By the way, 33 years old, Will Bruin, 77 career goals, 50 in Houston. He comes on a free as well. If he never left Houston, he'd be the all-time leading goal scorer in Houston. But he had some vital, vital moments for Seattle. Scored some very important goals. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, where the minutes come from Arudi and Bruin. And, of course, with all these competitions, all of these guys are going to get minutes. Uh, It's going to be very, very important. But they all know a bit about scoring goals. So there is a sense of kind of group and community with this when it comes to Zardes, Arudi, and Bruin. Uh, But they got a lot of goals amongst them. And with the right supporting cast and a Sebastian Driussi, lots can happen here. System. All right. The four, two, three, one. I mean, opening day, let's just take a stab at this. Who knows with injuries, I'm not behind the scenes. Lots can happen, but, but on paper, I think you're right back is Nick Lima. It's Bassanen and Cascante, the left back position. That's an interesting one. Kolmanich got the start. Uh, I'm not sure if he got the start at inter Miami, but he's been there. Gallagher and Lundquist. Boy, I'll tell you, there's not a lot between these guys. Um, there's tremendous competition at the left back position. Uh, Adam Lundqvist, I think, can be a, a real good find for this team. Real pro, tremendous guy. He's, he's obviously going to fit in the locker room. Um, and by the way, he requested the trade out of Houston. Um, that was made uh, clear by the technical director in Houston, uh, Asher Mendelson. And he said they didn't want him to go And they didn't really want him to go to Austin FC, quite frankly. But the reason he went to Austin FC is because they got the best deal for him. They got, uh, I think, 500,000 for him. But he's got the lungs. He's got a future in front of him. Uh, John Gallagher filled in there wonderfully last year. And Kolmanich, um, boy, these guys are going to be pushing themselves for that position. Midfield, I think it's, you know, Ring, Pereira, and Driussi in a perfect world. Again, I'm not the coach. Fagundes, Zardes, and Rigoni, who's scoring some goals. Owen Wolf has shown a lot of really good signs. Um, so, you know, there is going to be a lot of opportunity here for people. Ethan Finley, don't factor him out of it. Uh, but again, as I mentioned, I think the big piece here in this opening segment is this is going to be a very different season with all the other competitive games you're going to get from all these other tournaments, uh, which is going to make it exciting as well. Um, so balanced roster, depth, signings that have to play out. Um, and you know, a team that's going to have to carry a differing load here. And it's is a different challenge as a head coach for Josh Wolf to be able to go through all these different competitions. So his, uh, workload monitoring is going to be huge for a guy like Sebastian Driussi. And you are a different team without him on the field. I mean, they know that. We know that. You probably don't want to say that, but it's a different team in a lot of ways without that personality, without that thought process and the amount of decisions he's going to make for you. 
it is a different team without him, obviously, on the field. Um, so workload monitor on Driussi, um, protecting him and looking at how you get him through the course of an entire season is going to be huge. Uh, again, Leo Vassanen, can he replace Ruben Gabrielson? Big question. We won't know that until we see games. Uh, Jazzy Zardis, can he produce up front? He's been brought in to be the starter. Yes, there's going to be others that get opportunity, a Rudy and Brune, but Zardis is brought here to be a starter. Um, competition through the squad, injury, all that type of things, all these types of issues will play a part in the decision-making throughout the year. But, man, this is super exciting. Super exciting coming off the season that Austin FC had last year. This is super exciting. All right, there's a couple of thoughts from me. We're going to have Eric Goodman of the Verde Report on this show. We're going to get his thoughts on these issues as well as we continue to move towards Saturday. Uh, St. Louis coming to town, new to Major League Soccer. Exciting to have them into the league. Um, hey, by the way, the striped jerseys, you like them. Definitely different, definitely unique. Heard a lot of different things, pro and con. Some people, you know, looks like a keyboard, uh, looks like zebra. I don't know. I think the green and black, you're not going to go wrong with it no matter what you do. And you know what? When it's a winning strip, a winning jersey, that's all that counts. Uh, but I do like the rollout from a lot of different teams. I think a couple of teams have upgraded. Colorado had a cool one. Um, I think New England really needed some vibrancy to their kit. So, um, yeah, some of the jerseys and, and or should I say kits look wonderful. Strips look wonderful. All right, we're going to take a break here. Soccer Batters on the Horn in Austin, Texas, brought to you by John Daspit and the Daspit Law Firm. It's DaspitLawAustin.com, 512-865-6710, 512 6710 is the number to call. They're bilingual. You get in a car accident, boat, motorcycle, anything that happens, uh, they will take your case. They'll work for you 24-7 nights and weekends. You'll get their expertise. You'll get their experience. They will take care of your case. They will let you breathe a sigh of relief. DaspitLawAustin.com. None better. 512-865-6710. By the way, LamontBrands.com. L-A-M-O-N-T. LamontBrands.com, Soccer Matters t-shirts. We got two shades of green. We have the new trucker hats there. All the proceeds go to the 501C charity, the Snowdrop Foundation to fight pediatric cancer. Snowdrop Foundation, 501C charity, Soccer Matters t-shirts and hats. Uh, for those that bought them in the Austin area and those listening into the show, thank you so much. You made a big difference. We were able to give them a check of $2,500, and I want that to double this year. Um, so thank you for doing that. Much appreciated. LamontBrands.com. Get yours. It's pretty cool. Guy came up to me yesterday. I had the green one on in the park here in Houston. Points at me. Goes, soccer matters. I get You got it. I shook my head. It was great. Take a break. We'll come back. Uh, a little international talk coming up. Plus, a rough eight days for me. You won't believe what I missed the last three days. We'll take a break. Soccer Matters here on the Horn in Austin, Texas, presented by the Daspit Law Firm. All right, welcome back to Soccer Matters here on the Horn in Austin, Texas. Your humble servant, Glenn Davis. Uh, show is presented, as always, by John Daspit and the Daspit Law Firm. It's DaspitLawAustin.com, 512-865-6710, 512 
865-6710. By the way, they are bilingual, so um, you can call them. John and his firm are personal injury attorneys. They are committed to working for you. Uh, look, they'll take your case. They'll work for you 24-7. Whatever the case, you get in a car accident. Maybe it's a boat, motorcycle. Maybe you drive an 18-wheeler. Maybe it's on a construction site. Um, these are nervous times. We've Most of us have been in some form of a car accident or a fender bender. And you get nervous. It's a nervy time. So you need somebody that can handle your case and represent you. And that's when you call the Daspit Law Firm at 512-865-6710. John is a big supporter of soccer. Uh, by the way, he was uh, he's a Chelsea fan. Uh, I know he's been to Austin FC games. He knows what's happening there. He's been to MLS games in other cities. Uh, John Daspit and the Daspit Law Firm, the thing I like about John is that he does – uh, like the game and he feels some pride in in helping bring uh, additional content to the community and certainly i'm thankful to him for getting me on the air here both in austin and in houston so as i've said many times in my narrative and jumping on my soapbox it's important to support the sponsors that support your game right if you think about that makes the world go round so to get on tv and on the radio obviously sponsors are so so important and that's what you can do. You can support them uh, with your dollars. So if you need a law firm and you need a personal injury attorney, there's none better out there. It's daspitlaw.com. It's 512-865-6710. I quickly platform over to Lamont Brands. Lamontbrands.com. This is where you get your Soccer Matters t-shirt. We now have trucker hats. All the proceeds go to the Snowdrop Foundation, a 501c charity. They provide scholarships to cancer patients, awareness, fundraising, it's a really, really good 501C. Um, this show is a platform, uh, as always, as you know, from a heartfelt position. Uh, my community service is pediatric cancer awareness. Um, and that's where you can go to lamontbrands.com. When you get to the website, look in the upper right-hand part. That's where you can find out all the information. Now, I know there are people in Austin who have bought the T-shirts. I can't thank you enough. We just made a $2,500 contribution. Um I want to double that this year. I want to keep this moving even even more forward. We've got the trucker hats. Check those out. And really what's pr predominant on there is soccer matters. Just those two words. Um, and it's cool. I was walking in the park uh, recently and guy points at me, soccer matters. Great show. And then he goes, Barcelona. You know, so people talk about their teams. Um, he said, where can you get the T-shirt? I said, look, it's a it's a charitable T-shirt lamontbrands.com that's where you go so for those who did it and you take some photos of your shirts or your hats uh, please send them on to me i love it um it's so much fun to be a part of and it's great to be a part of uh, mel and jerry lamont and their company it's an amazing company and uh, they do amazing things down there uh, when it comes to all types of printing all right we've all seen how the valuation of a soccer player is, is, is been blown. I mean, out of the water. All right. So we all know this uh, crazy amount of money that Ronaldo went to Saudi Arabia for. There is a uh, headline that I saw out there. It said Cristiano Ronaldo's huge blank contributed to the split with longtime agent Jorge Mendes. Now, you know that Ronaldo's in Saudi Arabia. You don't hear as much about him, certainly from, what the performance is on the field. You still see all the celebrity stuff. Um, 
So that interview he did with Pierce Morgan, that had a huge piece in contributing to his split with his longtime agent, Jorge Mendes. So ahead of the move to Saudi Arabia and Al Nassar, Ronaldo dumped Jorge Mendes. Now think about that. That's a relationship that went on, on a long time. The real problem and the real truth behind the split is simply this. Nobody wanted Ronaldo. None of the big clubs that everybody, you know, Chelsea, Real Madrid, they didn't want Ronaldo. Why would you? He's 38 years old. He's got a shelf like life like everybody else. So the fact that he couldn't get him positioned with another bigger club is why it sounds like Jorge Mendez got dumped. That's pretty incredible, really. Um, and by the way, Ronaldo also was slamming on Coach Eric Ten Hag in that interview and everybody at Manchester United. And people said, oh, he's right. The facilities are broken down. Yeah, he never mentioned that before. He only mentioned it on the way out the door. Um, so, yeah, take it for what it's worth. There's no doubt he's been an amazing footballer over his career. But, man, what a what a fall from grace and glory. That was all ego doing that thing with Pierce Morgan. He threw teammates under the bus. And I still believe Manchester City drummed up a false narrative in actually wanting him to come there to play for Pep Guardiola and that well-oiled machine in order to get Manchester United to take him. You could go conspiracy on that. I, I, I truly do believe that. Uh, so then he ends up at Al Nassar, so that's... That's where Ronaldo is uh, currently, and that's where uh, he's likely going to remain. Now, Erling Holland's agent has said he's worth a billion dollars. Is anybody worth a billion dollars? I guess if somebody is willing to pay for it, uh, it, it is absolutely incredible that amount of money that anybody would play pay for football. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen, neither does the agent, but he says it's conceivable, a billion dollars. And by the way, Erling Holland has not necessarily um, fit very well into Manchester City's style of play, really. He's got 26 goals. But there is... There are some people when all of a sudden they start dropping points, they say Erling Holland's not a fit because he's not as good at the build-up game. That sounds like something, and that's the question we always had. He isn't going to have the room to run like he did in the Bundesliga. It's not going to be a lot of running on to stuff with teams dropping off uh, potentially against him. There's still going to be those opportunities. But the amazing thing is that now he has to play a little bit more with his back to goal. Got defenders behind him, next to him, in front of him, everywhere. It's a challenge. He still has 26. And numerically, it's it's in and around the same thing that City was scoring last year. It's just that he has 26 of them. And he is more of a target man. He is a big physical presence. And it's the kind of thing that you would think with Pep Guardiola is an, is an interesting guy because he also is always challenging himself as a coach. It's almost like he creates these small problems so that he can see if he can figure them out. And he's even admitted to some of that. Um, 
So that's kind of the, uh, the, the, the take on Holland now. And of course, Arsenal had that huge comeback win against Austin Villa, the two late goals. Does this platform them now? I was getting concerned about their depth. Can Gabriel uh, Jesus come back and help this team? Inketia maybe hit the wall a little here as of late. Um, so really, really um, highly interesting things going on with Manchester City, with Arsenal, with a very unpredictable Premier League. Let's face it. It's a very unpredictable Premier League. And I think that's added to the interest here. And, you know, if you look at the table and where certain teams are, you, you would not expect to look at, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, and see a Fulham, a Brighton, Hove, and Albion, and a Brentford in there, ahead of the likes of the Chelsea's and some of the more traditional clubs. Um, but they are. Newcastle dropped out of the top four. It's now Arsenal, Manchester City, United, and Spurs. By the way, Manchester United, don't be surprised if they make a a, a run at this right now. There's really good things going on there. There's optimism. Um, they're on 49 points. It's not over for them. Um, they are a legit potential to win the title. The title is going to come out of Arsenal, Man City, or Manchester United. And if United pull it off over under Eric Ten Hag, it's pretty incredible uh, what they're doing. Liverpool is now on 35 points. They're starting to believe they can get into the top four. They're seven points off of Spurs. So they're starting to think uh, that they can get into the top four. So we'll see if uh, Jurgen Klopp and them can get it together and get there. Uh, let's see what we got today. We have uh, a number of matches, uh, obviously, that took place today. Tomorrow, we got Eintracht uh, Frankfurt of Germany against Napoli. Napoli's a team, if you, you don't watch a lot of Serie A, uh, I would suggest watching. It is a fun watch. Is a really interesting team. Pep Guardiola has spoken about them being one of the best in Europe. Tomorrow they'll take on Eintracht Frankfurt, and then it's Liverpool at Anfield against Real Madrid. Real quick, I had a trip for nine days set up. Uh, it would have been uh, last Wednesday going to a Real Madrid game against Elche, taking the train to Barcelona to see Barcelona and Manchester United at the No Comp in the Europa League. That was an incredible game. And then this past Sunday, I would have seen um, the game against uh, Barcelona against Cadiz, and I was uh, Cadiz, and I was um, credentialed. Unfortunately, I got sick, so it was a rough, rough nine days watching those games. Uh, slowly on the mend here, but um, it was it was a tough one to stomach. But those two stadiums aren't going anywhere. Neither are those teams, so uh, I will have a shot at getting back there one day. All right, Soccer Matters on the Horn, presented by John Daspit and the Daspit Law Firm, DaspitLawAustin.com, 512-865-6710. They are bilingual. Stay with us when we come back. Alex Goodman, uh, he is the Verde Report. He is Austin Chronicle. He will join me, and we will talk more Verde and Black. We'll take a break. It's Soccer Matters. It's on the Horn. It's Austin, Texas. <laughs>
All right, final segment of the night. One of my favorite guests on this show. Uh, he does the Verde Report for the Austin Chronicle. He is Eric Goodman. Uh, it's all brought to you by John Daspit and the Daspit Law Firm. DaspitLawAustin.com. Personal injury attorneys. They're bilingual. Give them a call at 512-865-6710. 512-865-6710. They are getting uh, soccer on the airwaves here on the horn. Eric, how are you? Hey, doing great, Glenn. Always a pleasure. All right, right off the top, uh, Austin FC jersey thoughts. Ah, well, I'll tell you what, and not 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 quite as uh, I'm not quite as uh, gung ho on, on the uh, on on the ant on the reverse as I was about the the lime green ones. Those are still uh, bottom of the barrel for me uh, in in my jersey power rankings. These uh, they're not for me, but I I, I could still see them. Uh, at least they got the color scheme right. So uh, I'm I, I don't have too many. I don't, I'm not going to write a full column like I did last time on, uh, on it. Being, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, when they look good is when you win games, that's when they look good. Everybody exactly. likes them. Then. Exactly. Which is why those mint green ones look a lot better than they did when they debuted. All right. So let's talk about uh, some of the questions uh, coming into this season. First off the importance of, of just resigning uh, and the statement of getting Sebastian Driussi back here under a big contract. Well, I think when you think about, you know, where the club was in in the grander context with Claudio Reyna stepping down, you know, with that whole controversy that Austin FC got roped into. And then there was a question of, all right, you know, what kind of business is this club going to be able to do, um, you know, with with the face, you know, with the face of their front office now out of the picture or at least, you know, taking a big time step back. And I think, you know, you don't get much of a better statement of, hey, we're we're still in a position where we can do great business with great players. Uh, then resigning, you know, their most important player in Sebastian Driussi. Um, and I think it's a good statement on, on, you know, on behalf of Anthony Precourt, who's shown that, you know, when he's when he feels he's got a player in his club um, that he values, you know, he's he's willing to open up the pocketbook, you know, for those designated players and, and keep them around. Um, you know, Driussi had a lot of interest. He mentioned an important, um, you know, Premier League offer. So um, I know there was reporting that um, Leeds was connected with him. Obviously, River Plate um, was, you know, interested in, and I think remains interested in bringing him back, uh, you know, where he played his academy football. So to kind of convince him uh, and, and, you know, reward him for the season that he had and, uh, you know, kind of building your team around him, I think it's a great statement to have him committed for another three years. Yeah, clearly the uh, face of the franchise. How important is the monitoring of his workload now with the additional competitions? Plus, you know, he's going to get targeted. Yeah. And it's a good point. You know, it's one of those things that, you know, kind of went under the radar in terms of factors of why Austin had so much success last year. I mean, they hardly had any, you know, big time injuries to deal with. Driussi did not miss a single game. Um, you know, that's great. It's it, it kind of, you know, says that he's a durable player, but you also can't guarantee that that's going to be the case, especially with this, you know, as you said, kind of elevated slate of games. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's where you look at somebody like Owen Wolf, who I think has a real chance to break out this year because he's someone who makes a lot of sense to take some of those, you know, to to give Driussi a breather, take some of those minutes at the tip of the midfield. Um, and, you know, obviously Josh is kind of, you know, father-son relationship aside, I think they're, you know, Josh is, you know, he, he had to, Owen had to work up, you know, kind of that trust on the field in terms of somebody that that Josh could could trust to kind of be, the pivot in that offense um, sounds like there's a lot more encouragement, um, you know, going on about his about Owen's place in this team. 
And I think he'll have a big role uh, when it comes to kind of those mat those non-marquee matches that Austin is still going to need to take points from. Yeah, that's a really, really good point on Owen Wolf. And, you know, we have to sit on the outside here and really quickly consider, you know, when you're the coach's son and you're in an environment with hardened professionals, you know, you know, the question of nepotism, I don't care if people are going to say it didn't happen. It does go through the minds of every soccer player that's on that team. I don't think there's any question. So this looks as though it has been handled uh, beautifully and he's really earned a lot of what he's, he's getting. Uh, we're talking to from the Verde report. He's Eric Goodman, uh, Austin Chronicle. All right, let's go to the other big issue uh, for me. And I think for most people is replacing Ruben Gabrielson with Leo Vassanen. Yeah, it's it's a, it's some big shoes to fill for Vison and and it's I don't think he's going to get kind of eased in. I mean, Johan Romagna, who kind of was second most senior center back, uh, you know, second to Julio, uh, Julio Cascante, Romagna's been loaned out, so he's not part part of the squad. There's really nobody other than maybe Kip Keller, but you know, I I can't imagine. Even though he, you know, interestingly did start the season opener a year ago, yeah. I, I wouldn't expect that to to be the case again. Um, because I think it's it's Vison and now, you know, all the way in that role. Uh, and it's, you know, I think from what little, you know, tape there is on him, he seems like, you know, very capable uh, on the ball and 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 as a defender. I think the biggest, uh, you know, question mark is what is he going to be as a communicator and as a leader, which is something that Ruben Ruben Gabrielson was instrumental with uh, last year, kind of, you know, gave new, backbone to that defense from from a character standpoint as well as you know just from a technical standpoint uh so you know i will have to see if that's the kind of person vicenin is it's probably not fair to expect him to to fill that role in terms of the leadership role off the bat maybe somebody like brad stuver who is you know integral to this team maybe he takes on even more of a leadership role in that defense uh and kind of let vicenin work his way because you know it's going to come thick and fast for him at the center of that defense yeah, that's one thing to keep an eye on, Avassanen and Cascante, the two center backs. Because look, in the way uh, Austin plays and taking risk, there there are moments numerically when you're down, you got to kill off transition play from opponents. Uh, it, it's tough stuff. You're in a lot of one-on-one -on -one individual battles in open field. And uh, yeah, I, I liked your point about Gabrielson and the leadership because he was a quiet leader. There was a quiet intimidation factor uh, there also as the well. Surprise. Also, the best post-game uh, soundbite of any Austin <laughs> FC player that that, that we're going to miss uh, in that in those scrums. Yeah, he's fantastic. All right, let's go to the striker position. Lots of depth now there with Jossie Zardes, Maxi Arudi, and Will Bruin. Now, before we get into Zardes, which is going to be considered one of the big off-season signings, as we all know, Musajite, are you surprised he was loaned out because he would have brought you a little bit different battery ram type forward out of a trio there um are, are you surprised that he was moved you know i guess purely from a from like the technical standpoint and just the roster building standpoint i was because um you know he was starting to break in and, and have some really good success but you think about personality wise and you know him ever really settling in and getting comfortable here i don't think you know he ever really got there and it, it makes sense to me that you know i think i think this is more of an off the field change that that was needed um, him going back to France, um, you know, where he can speak the language. Um, you know, I think, you know, I, I, I have to imagine it gets exhausting kind of communicating through an interpreter or through an assistant coach, you know, most of the time uh, when, you know, you're the only one on your team speak who, who speaks French, um, you know, and, and obviously, you know, there's, I can't imagine well, there's, there's too time much to learn I, English. 
Well, that's true, but you know, it's asking a lot when you, when you're also trying to learn a completely new system and, and honestly learn the game because he was somebody who, you know, regardless of the system was just a raw talent. Um, and I think it's somebody they'll miss because he was in terms of strikers, you know, there was nobody on that roster who could just kind of power, power his way kind of single-handedly into a goal. Um, it's going to require a lot more, you know, kind of build up in service with, with guys like Zardes and Aruti. So it's, it's a bit of a loss, uh, but, you know, I think that's something that just, you know, was the best best thing to happen for the player. 243 goals amongst Jassy Zardis, Maxir, Rudy, and Will Brun. These are guys that know their way around a penalty area. Give us some overall thoughts on the depth at that position and how you think it plays out. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see kind of what what kind of player Jassy Zardis, you know, still can be. Is he really, you know, a uh, uh, six yard box merchant, which is kind of what he was in Colorado, didn't really score, you know, too many goals, you know, beyond kind of the point blank range. Um, but that might also work for Austin because, you know, they get crosses in as much as any team in MLS. Um, we've already heard about, you know, from Giazzi, how excited he is to play with Driussi behind him. Uh, and and he feels like in preseason that that he's been getting the kind of service that, you know, he probably hasn't had, um, you know, Zellerion's obviously one of the great, you know, attacking midfielders in the league but you know Driussi he's talked about being right right there in that class um and to, and we know that you know Maxi Ruti's kind of on, on the other side you know he can you know pick the ball up pretty much anywhere within that 18 yard uh area and, and try to you know beat the keeper from long range so it'll be it's a good balance for Josh Wolf to have to call on um Will Bruin I I get the sense is is mostly just a, a depth piece um, I, I got to imagine that those two veteran proven strikers ahead of him uh, are going to get the priority. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. And it makes me think that Drew in 2023 will have to do less of the goal scoring than he did in 2022 and can do a lot more of the playmaking and really trying to, you know, build those assist numbers and kind of just elevate the attack as a whole. Let's not forget Emiliano Rigoni who's scoring some goals and also, uh, Diego Fagundes, who I should have mentioned a lot more in the show, who had an outstanding year. Eric, thank you so much for coming on. Check him out. The Verde Report in the Austin Chronicle. As always, this is a great hit with you. Hope to do many more. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, appreciate it, Glenn. All right. That's uh, the one and only Eric Goodman. Verde Report. Check it out. Uh, DaspitLawAustin.com, our presenting sponsor tonight, 512-865-6710. Big thank you to John and his firm for getting soccer on the airwaves here on the Longhorn Network. HornFM.com, that's where you go to get the podcast of this show. Until next Monday night, I'm Glenn Davis. Remember, soccer matters.